This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we go. We do a podcast. Al Dukes, what's up on this happy, rainy, cloudy, damp? Grizzly dark Tuesday. Oh, hi, Jerry. Is it? Uh, I don't I haven't looked out a window. I don't know. I was told it was horrible. I, oh. I just heard the guy on Ten Ten Winds talk about rain and clouds and just lousy. You have good news. Uh, you said that Thursday on Halloween supposed to be terrible weather. Uh, I all I saw Which was cloudy excellent. with a little bit of rain. Eddie said Thursday looks terrible. Oh, really? So that was Eddie, not me. Yeah. Once again, though, uh, the building that I live in, Jerry. Um, they handed out, uh, you know how like when you go to a hotel, the do not disturb sign that you put on your door? I have heard of those, yes. You've seen that? You put a lot either you want housekeeping to come in or you want housekeeping to not come we in. We never let them in. I'm not a big, Gina will always want the housekeeping in. I don't want anybody in my room. Like when Stay we went, out. When we went to San Diego for three nights or whatever, to me, I'm just like, if they could just, if I could just get fresh towels. Right. She goes, no, I want the bed made. Why? You get right back in it. Right. And then, then, like you said, there's strangers coming. And I always think back. I know when I was a kid, I don't know if this is still a rumor of things that happen, but there used to be these rumors that uh, hotel staff, like what would happen was, I'm trying to think how these, how this um, uh, urban legend would go, but it always involved a hotel and your toothbrush, right? So, so the urban legend was that, uh, let's say you had, uh, your uh a camera right in your hotel room back when camera was not digital but film and you had to send your camera away to be developed right your film to be developed whether that was a disposable camera or a real camera and the urban legend uh, went that uh you would uh leave your hotel and the maid service comes in they clean up your hotel when you get back from your vacation you send your photos in to be developed when they come back as part of those pictures, uh, the staff at the hotel would have taken your toothbrush and stuck it in their butt and photographed it, and then you would have had brushed your teeth with that toothbrush because you didn't know. I've never heard of this. You never before. heard this urban legend? Someone no, can back me up on I've this. I've never heard this before. Really? So no matter when I stay in a hotel... When they come in and they always, for whatever reason, re- butt brushing, they rearrange your, like well, they, they clean. Yeah, they when they put all your stuff in order. Yeah, your toiletries. And whenever I see that toothbrush moved, see, I keep mine in my bag. I think mine's gonna mine. You know, 
But we don't let them in anyway, so. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that's the right thing to do. I agree. Oh, so what I was saying is my uh, place where I live. Yeah. There's the signs on the door? Yeah. They've given me a thing for my front door that says whether I want to participate in trick-or-treaters or I do not want to participate. Oh, Hold on. I'm sorry, tired. All right. Now, I'm the gonna, the one side, Jerry. I'm going to guess. Let me hold on. Let me just show, tell you what it is. Yeah. The one side is the pumpkins, and, and the it says, get the F out. It says, welcome trick-or-treaters. The other side is a picture of a mummy, and it says, I'm tied up right now. No trick-or-treaters, I'm please. I'm going to gather. <laughs> I'm going to guess. What will I do, Jerry, on I mean, I could be wrong October about this. October 31st. I think, mm-hmm. though, yeah. the party animal that you are, yes. you're going to put the mummy out. Yeah. Mummy. And you're going to disappoint which, all those children. Which I don't you even have any children a, in your building? Uh, children in my building? Well, those are the trick-or-treaters, are they not? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't recall seeing children on my floor. You think people like you would go trick-or-treating? If any adults come trick-or-treating, <laughs> I'm going to throw them the hell out. Because I got Kit Kats. I do no, have Kit Kats, yeah, I know. but those you are for me. can't break off one sliver yeah. and hand that out. <laughs> Here you go, kids. Here's your one slither of Kit Yeah, you're going on mummification. Yeah. Last year, you only hung a sign on your door if you wanted trick-or-treaters. This year, they're making me put one on my door to show that them a douche. says stay out. Right. They might as well just say stay out. I, I feel douchey putting it up there, yet I don't want anyone knocking on my door. I keep yeah. such early hours. You'll be Jerry. very happy with yourself Thursday night. You'll I, be fine. I'm sorry, Jerry. I keep such early hours. I'm not. Uh, otherwise, I would love to participate. Right. You're home all afternoon. When the I, kids are trick-or-treating. I did always think, like, when I lived in Basking Ridge in the condos, I I, I rarely got trick-or-treaters. Mm-hmm. And I thought, if I was a kid in any neighborhood, like, that had condos or apartments. Yeah, or, it'd be a gold mine, you'd think, right? Gold mine, right? Yeah. You're hitting all these houses quickly, quickly, One after quickly. the other. Yeah. So true. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. You're knocking on doors. You're like, walking another five feet, knocking on another door. I like the whole keep the front of the house dark and go yeah. sit in the back of the house. Ooh, and hide in the back. Not even hiding. I mean, that's where I sit anyway. Yeah. But just, you know, I got to go to bed 8 o'clock. I can't. That's right. Enough. Stop with the doorbell. And now, because we finally have the camera up, which I love, Ooh. now I got camera and a microphone. I can hear what they're saying. Go away. Will you try to scare any kids? Uh, I could do that. Boo. <laughs> We have a friend of ours. Here. This is Jerry. I've passed away. I'm what, a ghost. What, why are we going to death? No, I'm saying this is how you would scare children on Halloween. You just scared me. Oh. I don't want to hear about that. We have a friend of ours who sits in the garage with a chainsaw. Oh. But there's nothing on it. It's just the motor. Okay. There's no chain or saw. It. Yeah, there's nothing you can do with it. But it's scary sound. kids come walking up the driveway, he cranks the chainsaw <laughs> and runs out with a mask on. Oh. The kids stay flying. Away. I bet it is so stupid, and he loves it. I was happy to see in the Madawan patch. Oh, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, is this your is this your attempt? Your calling for them to recognize that you mentioned them, so they'll do an article on you? No, I just thought of this as we were talking in the Madawan Aberdeen patch, which is the the towns I live in. There is a curfew for sixteen. Oh, I'm sorry, 18 and under. What's the curfew, 9? 7.30. Really? Yeah. Get your asses off the street. Wow. Oh, we'll still be out at 7.30. Oh, well, I hope I don't call the police on you. Go ahead. I'm not in Madawan, No, Jackass. you know what? I think it maybe it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> oh, you're such an idiot. Or 10 o'clock. It's not 7.30. It can't be 7.30. No, you're right. It might be 10 o'clock. Well, you couldn't wait to just call 911. But it's... What's your complaint, sir? 
I see kids outside. It's for... Are they doing anything? No, they're walking around with bags. Jerry, it's for Wednesday night, mischief night, Thursday I'm good night. I'm Wednesday night. I, that, that's smart. That's And nonsense. Friday night. It's Friday a three-day. Why Friday night? Yeah, just in case you little punks Wanna have, have fun? some mischief <laughs> left fun. in you. Friday oh, I weird. love a curfew. I'm going to see if the town will do a curfew. Well, you'd be a pain in the ass as a dad. If they could do a curfew year-round. Just all teenagers off the street by 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is plenty late for teenagers. Nothing good happens after midnight. Right, so after 10. Fine. I think 11 is fair. I, 11 o'clock. 11? Okay. Yeah. After 11. Listen, if stupid. you have a teenager and your teen is out running around at 11 o'clock on a, uh, on a weeknight. On a weeknight? That's wrong. I don't consider Friday on a weeknight. But Halloween is on a Thursday night. Yeah, no, it's, that's, I agree. 10 o'clock is fine. Even 9.30 is good. Now, will you go through your kids' candy and um, pick out what you like? Or... They will do it for me. Oh, they, they're they like, I'm not interested Swedish in Swedish fish, I get. Okay, that's it? I love... That's it. That's all you get. I love Swedish fish. Now, when I was a kid, that was when the, the fear of like people were putting pins and needles in our candy. Yeah. So my parents used to examine our candy before we could get we it. We look at it. You'll take a look. Absolutely. You'll take a gander. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, we're not putting it on a microscope, but right. we look at it. Yeah, if any wrapper looks even remotely open, gone. Throw garbage. If it looks old, gone. And to be honest, with you, my wife throws a lot of it away anyway. And there's certain candies that don't have a a um, tamper-proof wrapper, like a Tootsie Roll. You can unwrap and wrap. I don't like That's that. That's true. Those are out. That's true. Tootsie Pop Never thought of out. That. Never thought of that. Lollipops out. Yeah, blow pops probably out. Blow pops Those are out. So good too. This is a public service announcement yeah. from me to you. And I'm not even a parent. You guys should be telling me this. You should go trick-or-treating just to get like, think about it. If you got eight Kit Kat bars, you'd be good for the next month. Right. That'd be 32. I should slivers. go trick-or-treating. Uh, hi, do you have Kit Kat bars? Uh, no. Why are you here, you creepy old man? Whatever. I'd say, no, Kit no. Bars. I'm a, a teenager. Modern again. Look at that. This is what I would say, Jerry. This is my costume. I'm playing a 50-year-old man. I'm really a teenager, so thank you for my costume. Uh, uh, you really were commenting on how good of a costume I had. I suppose. I mean, whatever. Isn't it realistic? My my isn't my wrinkly neck realistic to make me look fifty? Like a turkey? Yeah. I mean, you are fifty, I'm right? Just saying. I did see there was a. A guy wanted in Warren County, I think it is, for some sort of, uh, I think he, well, the uh, he's alleged to have murdered his parents. Oh, good. But they had a picture of him, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's 50. Oh, my gosh, he looks like a grandfather. Makes you feel good about Makes yourself. me feel good about my Listen, I, I coach against guys yeah. that I will think I'm 10 years younger than, and we'll find out, or no, yeah, 10 years younger than, and yeah. then I'll find out they're my age or they're younger than me. Right. Makes you feel heavy, good. bad skin, bad hair, and they just have bad teeth. Right. It's like, man. So I have what two you things. Your life. I have two things on this guy, Jerry. I look younger than him, and I'm not up on potential charges for murdering. But both you haven't my killed parents. your parents. No. Right. That helps. You're welcome. Yes. Mom and I dad. I hope my parents recognize that as well. I would think go, so. You know what? We did raise a good son. How about that? He's never assaulted us. Was that the bar? Yeah. Uh, Jerry, today on the program, we uh, Boomer brought up that he likes listening to vinyl. 
and wanted yeah, that was to, an awkward moment. And wanted and had had suggested that for Christmas he may buy us all vinyl I really record want players. Blower. I don't want a vinyl. I don't want a vinyl record, record player. player either. It takes up too much space. I still have the uh, the jukebox Craig gave us. Yeah, takes up space and doesn't work anymore. Yeah, my, that I sent right to my um, nieces and nephews. Oh, you did? Yeah, because they were into it. It was it at lit up time. at the time. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore because the iPod's outdated. Oh right, the iPod's outdated, so it doesn't. Uh, Such a great thing too. Doesn't, doesn't connect. Done. Right, right, because the connection is off. Although you can get a uh, adapter for you it. Can? You can, you can, but it's a lot of work. Uh, I know Barnes and Noble is big with the albums. They yes. Sell. Barnes and Noble yeah. sells albums. I go there every week and I see their albums. And yeah. I'm like, who's buying these? Not me. Audiophiles. Right. I will take of course, the. I'm also in Barnes and Noble wondering who's buying all these books. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, do you really need to store all of these books here? <laughs> I do think about that a lot too when I go into Barnes and Noble. Oh, people still read, huh? Because we have one in uh, not far from where mm. you and I live. Yeah, I go every week. What are you going to Barnes yeah, and Noble for? Really? I go every week. You do? I does. You for real go to Barnes and Noble every week? Yes, I would be happy to tell you off the air. Okay. Yes. Uh, so you see, and you're wandering around going, who's buying all these books? Who is buying these books? Who? But you're right. They have an album section. Yeah, magazines. They have a toy section. A toy section. I do wander through. I will still, no matter how old, and I'm 50. We've referenced that already. I will always go down a toy aisle. Because it Why? reminds me of my childhood. You're aware if you go through the... Young children's toy section. All by yourself, you're going to look like a child molester, right? You don't know that I could be shopping for my child. Is it Christmas time? No. Okay. But those people don't know if I have children or not. I still love to look at an action figure. So buy one. They're 99 cents. <laughs> and stare at it all day and do weird things to yourself while you're looking at right. it. Right. Isn't this the... Isn't this... The kick in the balls that life is, Jerry. When you finally have money to buy action figures, you're you don't too have old. kids. <laughs> <laughs> you're too old for it. Right. Because most people, when they have the money to buy them, buy them for their children. Right. You can buy them for yourself. That'll look weird. You think? A little bit. It's like when you get, like, I'm old enough now, I could drive to the mall and buy myself whatever I want. And I don't there. know why you don't. And I have no interest in going to the mall and buying stuff. So go to some, go somewhere else. Go to Burlington. Code Factory? Yeah, they got everything, though. Go to Kohl's. Mm. I do need new winter clothing, like fall winter clothing. So go to clothing. Kohl's. Get a whole bunch of winter clothing. Yeah. Is that like is that irregular clothing at Kohl's? No, not that I'm aware of. Not at all. Like Marshall's used to be back in the Marshall's day? Marshall's and Burlington, I believe, are the what they call irregular? damaged clothing, damaged which could clothing. be nothing more than a threat out of place. Trust me, I lived this life for a while. Yeah, Marshalls used to have, they would have things labeled irregular or... Right, the sizes are irregular. Or was... Damaged. Yeah. But the damages can literally be something like a stitch out of place. Because you worked in the clothing industry. I did. And I used to, at one point, was in charge of the damaged room. Really? I had to ship out, literally, boxes and boxes to places like Marshalls. What's the most damage something could be to ship to Marshalls? Or a store like Marshall's, like what? Um, what, what could I mean, be? There were there were lower end stores, not Marshall's. Yeah. There were low end stores that would literally take a jacket that had a hole in it. Yeah, and I don't mean a big gaping hole, but I mean like maybe like the size of a the tip of a finger. To be your pink, you could see it though. It'd be in yeah. the back, and they would take it, and they'd sell that coat for ten bucks, right, or something like that. Marshall's though had higher standards for damage. Is that right? Like it, it really had to be something as simple as a button was missing and they could their people could put a new button on it. 
Uh, could be something as simple as, like I said, a stitch being out of place. Could be a pull on the inside of a jacket that no one would ever see or know. Right. So those were the things. If the jacket wasn't perfect, they would take it. But it couldn't be. It couldn't be a mess. It had to be decent. Right. So yeah, that, we used to do. Um, it was members only, but Perry Ellis. Remember that brand back mm-hmm. in the day and Fubu. Fubu. Yeah, we ran. We we did we some did some Fubu distribution back in the day. Really. And so Fubu with Damon John. Um, I don't That's know if his he, did he started or yeah. he buy it. No, he started Fubu. We distributed some of the Fubu apparel. Wow. And Perry Ellis was the other one. And so that stuff, there was a huge damage room. And we have to sort through it and decide who gets what. And yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. All right. That was tough too. It was one summer. It was, you know, you're in a warehouse. It's boiling hot. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. And you're like, freaking Fubu wants these jackets. That was, that was work. That was hot. Uh, yesterday was Gina's birthday. And I uh, went down there and uh, I gave her a gift, which I'm going to have to pay the price for, Jerry. Not just in. Uh, the, How did this go? Not just in the purchase, but she has been telling me she wants to go to a Broadway play. And I have no idea what's on or Broadway interest. or interest. And she suggested Hamilton is a place she wanted to see. So then in another time, she told me she wanted, she's never been to the Rockettes Christmas show. So let me guess. You got a hotel room for a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a dinner and a show on Saturday, stay there Saturday night, and then like an afternoon matinee for the Rockettes on Sunday and then come home. No, not exactly. Friday night, dinner and a show. No, stay Friday night. One night. Rockets on Saturday. I did not get the hotel because I ran out of money. You did not run out. You <laughs> popping piece of crap. You did, I you're ran cheap. out of money. You didn't run out of money. I ran out of money. You've got more money than anybody in this place. Bernadette, he's got tons of money. I and ran he actually, he's got no money. out of money, You Jerry. didn't run it. You ran out of will is what no, you ran I out No, I had of. a budget for a gift. Uh-huh. And then I ran cheap out. Ass. So, Hamilton at 2 p.m. Then dinner, then Rockettes. So same knocking day. it all out in one night. All in one day. That way I don't have to come back into New York City two nights. That part I can appreciate. Did she like this idea? She did like the uh, idea. Good for you. I think my wife would have punched me in the face. No, no. She's very excited. <laughs> Gina glad, loves cool. one of Gina's great qualities, Jerry. She has a childlike wonderment of the world. Okay. Like she likes, she genuinely likes getting something for free. So when are you going to see the tree in this in- endeavor? Somewhere likes, in between. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Right. Okay. Well, the tree's right by Rockettes. Oh, beautiful. So we'll look at the tree, then run in. Because really, all it is is a tree at the end yeah. of the day. Oh, look. Ah, oh, okay. Move and on. Euros shoving you to get out of the way so they could take a picture. Probably of the tree. true. Probably true. I'm glad that worked out for yeah, you. Yeah, it did work out, Jerry. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Good we were all lined up. We went for sushi last night, and I got cupcakes at Whole Foods for dessert. I got the vegan pumpkin oh my God, spice Good Lord. cupcake. It was have you ever assessed your life? <laughs> I have occasionally. I do. You just said you got vegan. I got pumpkin spice <laughs> to the point where Jerry at the Whole Foods where I was, they were behind the counter, so you had to pick them out. Yeah. And I said, "I'll take the pumpkin spice." The woman behind the counter goes, "You know that's vegan, right?" I go, "Yeah, I'm good." Sorry, I don't want to kill animals when I'm eating my pumpkin spice cupcake. What are you having for lunch today? Turkey. <laughs> Could be faux turkey. You have no uh, yeah, idea, sure. Jerry. I know it's not because I see the boar's head label on it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. You're phony. 
fraud. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So I don't have an enemy today. <laughs> I think that's all I have. That's today, it. Gary. That was a very fast podcast. Oh, I did want to ask you when we were talking about vinyl before oh, and right. vinyl Sorry. records. I, I uh, no, no, we uh, we got off a tangent. But when do you remember when did you have this when CDs first came out, right? And you were getting CDs, and they had a CD disc man. Yeah, I had one. But you use it in the car too. <laughs> yes, with the adapter where yeah, you would the cassette tape. <laughs> Absolutely, worked great. But the first few that came out when you would hit bumps. It would skip. Yes, and then they and then they got the um, the anti skip technology. Yeah, with the delay, it was like a delayed thing. Which was good though. Yeah, it was, it was good. Really, was great when you think about it. And now you just plug your phone into your car. It's unbelievable. Or you just have a Bluetooth, or you just have satellite. It's but really think incredible. Of, think of the wires you had to have. You had to plug yeah. a power adapter into your cigarette lighter. Right. Then plug a cassette adapter out of the disc man. There were just wires everywhere sure with the were. disc man, but it was worth it. Cause you were like, look, I'm, it was, it was I'm great. sorry. I'm playing CDs in my car. And then did you ever, uh, advance to the five or 10 disc no. changer that you put in the trunk? Not in the trunk. No, I did that. Uh, in the, Cam- I had a Camaro. I think I, was it the Camaro I did that in? How did that work in the summer? How hot? Did I have the- no idea. How did they make this? So I don't know how the plastic didn't melt. Right. It wasn't damaged. Then I heat. don't know. How about, I've never understood on that, like golf clubs will literally sit in someone's trunk all summer long and never come out. The hosel and the shed, the, the hosel and the club head is all connected by glue. Right. How does the glue not melt? I don't know. Club shift. I have no idea. Strange, right? I don't know how my dashboard doesn't melt. I know. It's pretty wild. And then think about places like Arizona. Right. Or our easy pass that just sits in the yeah. sun. I guess it's anti-melt technology. Anti-melting technology? It has to be. Because it doesn't melt. Right. does not melt. You know, a plastic cup doesn't melt. How? Right. You would think it should. Heat-resistant. Uh, I bet NASA developed this. Perhaps they Heat did. Heat-resistant materials. All right, Jerry. Warm-up program is next. All right. See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, well, it's the day after Monday. They call that a Tuesday. He calls himself Albert Hainsworth Dukes. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, a big, uh, well, the NFL trading deadline is today at 4 o'clock. Which we never heard of growing up. Right. This is a new thing where yeah, now people get traded in the middle of the season. Yeah. Which is weird because you would think that has to affect attendance on, on teams, right? How so? Well, like, let's say you're a team that stinks, but you have a handful of good players that people are interested in. And then you get rid of them and you stink more? No, you get rid of them, and now there's really nothing to get you to right, come out to the ballpark. More. Right. Well, I don't think anybody's coming out to the stadium anyway if you stink. Well, people still do. Well, the Knicks, people come out and see the Knicks. It's corporate. The Knicks The Knicks do not count in the grand scheme of All things. All right. They really don't. Well, Wall football, Street supports the Knicks. Football, even bad teams generally have decent Yes, because it's once a week and you right. only get eight of them. Right, and you take your kids and your kids have no idea what the team's record is or how here's, much they stink. Here's when you know how good or bad a team is. Just look at the game in the fourth quarter. First quarter, usually not too bad. Look in the fourth quarter. Even a close game, plus we have empty. Yes. The team stinks. You stink? You stink. And what about, so this the Jets traded Leonard Williams to the Giants. Yeah. I got an interesting question posed to me on Twitter, Jerry. And I'm oh, going to, I like questions on Twitter. Are you sound to, for this? I'm going to, no, it's no sound. It's not buzzer, no buzz? No, this is not a segment of the warm up show. This is just the thing that came up on Twitter. A guy asked me, 
If you were an NFL player, and I'll ask you this, Jerry, if you were an NFL player midseason, would you rather be traded the way Leonard Williams was, where he gets to stay in the same city, yeah. go to the same stadium, live in the same house? There's really no upheaval. Or would you want a whole fresh new start in another city? How's my home life? Your home life is terrific. My, my home life is terrific. Yeah, everything's good there. Do I have a chance to win if I get... If you move, yes. Is it a warm weather city? Uh, same climate. I have a chance to win, though? You have a chance to win, same climate, but you I have do... have kids. Have, you have kids, they're oh. in school. I'm going to say I want to go win. Really? I'll tell you why. Your kids will because, not Because, like well, but hold on. We've played eight games. Right. How much longer is there to go in the season? Eight games. So look at it this way. As someone, this is actually comical, as someone who lives by himself like a bachelor during the week and yes. is only a part-time lover. In a par- <laughs> I that wasn't going to go there. I was trying oh. to come up with the right word. You're in a part-time relationship, let's be honest. You have the best of both worlds. You get your girlfriend on the weekends. You get to live by yourself during the week. Mm-hmm. So now if I get traded, you get to go live the single life in a way. Oh, I see. Your family would stay here. And they could come for the weekend for the games and stuff. Kids got to go to school. So, yeah. So, if I'm, let's say I live in New York and I play for the Jets and I have a chance to get traded to the Ravens. All right. Perfect scenario. Good team, same climate. It's only three hours away. Wife, girlfriend, and the kids can come every weekend for the game, but they're in a week. So, you're going to the Ravens. Living the good life. Yeah, I thought, like, the way Leonard Williams gets to do it, there's no upheaval. It's in the middle of the season. That seems nice. If it was off season, I'd I'd get a fresh start in a new I would, city. I would say it's easy. This is an easy trade for him. Easy trade. Right. right. Now, all right, how about this one? Kenyon Drake. How where did he him? go from where to where? Miami to Arizona. Arizona. Same climate. I think that actually was the country. comparison the, the person on Twitter was right. asking me. Which guy would you rather be? And I said, in season, Leonard Williams, off season. Really? Chance to go live in Arizona right now in the winter? Yeah. I'll take Arizona. All right. Last night, there was a Monday night football game, Jerry. Steelers, Dolphins. You want to talk about a game I had no interest in? You had zero interest in this one? What about when it was 14-0 Dolphins? What about the dogs? What about the dogs? What about it? It was 14-0. Do you really think the Dolphins are going to win that game? It was a potential upset. (laughs) No, it wasn't. How about this, though, Jerry? So the, don't want to win. The Steelers won 27-14. They call that 27 unanswered points. That's right. I like 27 nothing run in basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like when the announcer says unanswered points. Unanswered. Yes. Uh, but about this, though, Jerry? Yeah. Fitzpatrick picked off Fitzpatrick. Yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah. Minka, which I thought was a girl's name. Me too. Picked off. Ryan, yeah. which is a guy's name, twice. Yep. Once it was more like a punt, but yes. What do you mean? Excuse me? What do you mean one was like a punt? I mean, it was third down. He threw the ball 50 yards, and Minka Fitzpatrick <laughs> caught the ball on the five-yard line. Yeah. It was better than a punt. Minka punt. Fitzpatrick has uh, the wife who does uh, like talk shows and stuff, right? She's a little is that crazy. It? Yeah. Is it? I think so. I don't. Chris, hmm. Yeah. Because remember what? Yeah, because he played for Tampa. She used to have a radio show in Tampa, Florida. She might still. I wonder if it was someone else. You thought it was another Minka? No, I thought it was someone else. Derek Jeter dated Minka Kelly. That Minka was a girl. 
Yes. This Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick is a, man. is a man. Right. He's 40. I'm a man. What are you Googling right now? I'm, I want to see if this is her. Okay, it is her. You sure? Yeah, because he was in on uh, Tampa Bucks, and she did this uh, radio no, show. No, you idiot. It was Brent Grimes. No. It was Miko Grimes. <laughs> Dope. I didn't think that was right. And you're like, what are you my Googling? My bad. You were wrong. My bad. No, no. Say my mistake. I my mistake. I apologize. Thank you. And yesterday during your update, Jerry, you were all too happy to play clips of Joe Flacco bad-mouthing uh, the play-calling, the conservative play-calling. Why was play I happy? I just played the clips. You I didn't just, say anything about it. Maybe I was happy to hear them. Oh, well, that's different. Because I like hearing. All we do is yell at players, say, oh, they're so boring. They never say yeah. anything. Then when a guy says something like Joe Flacco saying, I don't know why we were being so conservative, we go, oh, my gosh, he's threw his coaches under the bus. Well, now he's out with a neck injury. You think it's a Fugazi neck injury? Fugazi. You do? I do. You think because he threw the coach under the bus, they the said, proverbial bus. Yeah, they said, sit they your said, ass down. You're going to sit. You're two and six. Go sit down. That's I had a uh, phony injury. I do the you know my five dollar parlay, but because I have to, we have to prepare. I thought these you videos. Were, I really thought you were going to win this week. I liked so your I. I liked your picks this week, and you didn't. You still haven't won, right? But I thought this was the week. I had two teams that didn't cover. Yeah, it's hard. They won. There's nothing didn't it cover. Doesn't matter. It's hard. You're right. That's the. Can that's I ask you a serious question? Yes. Only Why don't you just questions. do a money line parlay? Well, that seems boring. Oh yeah, because you'll win those every week. <laughs> you try and get five right. Well, because. Uh, when you do a f- only five dollars on a That's money true, you line, eight dollars. Yeah, you don't win. That's much. A very good point. It's kind of boring. well. It depends on the teams you pick. Yeah, you know the way I try and do it. I try and take three favorites and then an underdog that has the best chance to win. So I do fourteen. Oh, okay. And so for me, I don't know if it's yeah, it's probably five to one in a lot of cases. But you're Same willing, you're, you're willing to wager more than five dollars. I do fifty. Yeah, I do five. Right. So five dollars, you might win twenty. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. So good I, point, Al. I start to do my parlays. Way ahead of time, unfortunately, on Mondays because our video guy needs all week to put those together, Jerry. They're very technical and hilarious. So I went through the thing. Pat and yourself I, on the back? Yes. There you go. And I took the Browns this week over the Broncos. Okay. Because it was only one and a half point. And after I made the parlay bet, then word came down that this Joe Flacco is sitting. Right. And some dude we never heard of. Time out. You actually placed the bet already before you shot the video? Yeah, I placed the Why? bets. because Well, we shoot the video today. I have to place the bets. No, you don't. You should wait until you actually do the video. Because it gives you more time for stuff like this to happen. Right, but there's no time. that I have to do it a Monday. Because I come Why? in here and record Tuesday. When I can't place the bet. Tuesday. No, but it, it, things change. Doesn't matter. Then at least you're stuck at that point. But right, you but give I've it already, to the last possible. But I've second. already made the video. Yeah, uh, you gave 24 hours away. Regardless, Jerry, what happened was I made. The, in this case, it helped. You know what he's me. doing here, Eddie? He's laying down the excuses for no, when he no, doesn't no. win again this week. No, this is going to be to my advantage this week. Oh well, because I took the Browns at uh, one and a half. Oh, all right. And now they the the Broncos named some guy I'd never heard of, although his last name is Allen. Which I guess is all the backup quarterback names now. <laughs> Josh Allen. Kyle Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah, they're all Allens. Right. And then I was like, oh, let me see if the blind moved. Oh, I see. In it this case, it worked out for you. Off the board. I thought right you now. were taking the Broncos. No. I see. I can't take the Broncos. I, the Browns need to win one of these games, Jerry. No, they don't. Have you seen their head coach? Oh, <laughs> I do like him. He's a goober. 
I like a goober head coach. I do miss Charlie Manuel. Charlie Manuel, the Mets manager? You have that on tape, Eddie? <laughs> oh, he was the Phillies manager. <laughs> Who was our manual here? Uh, we had a manual. Yes. Uh, what's his name? Jerry. First Jerry, name. Jerry Manuel. Manuel. The guy not gonna, that far off. The guy who's going to cut people. I yeah, but we were talking about goobers. Goobers. Was Jerry Manuel a goober? No, he was no, not. No, Charlie Manuel with the Phillies. Goober. Eddie used to play the music. Right. Every time we... <laughs> remember him? <laughs> I think he's still with the organization. Charlie Manuel? No, Jerry Manuel. Follow the bouncing ball. Yes, Charlie Manuel with the Phillies. Got it. Right. We've got time for one more. One more. Through, listen, this is an interesting stat, Jerry. Through five World Series games thus far, this year. Yeah. We're going to game six tonight. Yeah. So through five games, this World Series has four of the ten least viewed on record. Na- nationwide, right? Nationwide. Because no one cares. Lowest on record. What I would know is what are the ratings in Houston? You have that? I don't do that much research. Why, why would you have that? I don't that have be that. In the, that would be in paragraph four. That, that would be like paragraph two. Boring. <laughs> As opposed to the first part of the story. Yes. That nobody cares about. They still get like 11 million people watching, 10 million yeah, people. But That's compared still to, a lot. Again, compared to the Super Bowl, it's nothing. Compared to the NBA Finals, it's nothing. I it's did, not. I did see a thing on uh, one of when uh, the Redskins went up against the Nationals, and the Redskins. The Redskins horrendous. are still going to win that, and they won that battle locally. The NFL is king. It's how many? Good. How many? All kidding aside, how many innings in totality have yeah. you watched? Zero. Out of five games. Zero innings. You watch one inning? No. Wow. Okay. Well, then there you go. I'm and pro- you're a massive baseball fan. I'm protesting. I'm who, sorry. I'm protesting. Who's Charlie Manuel again? I'm protesting the Astros <laughs> for the way they treated the SI rider. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Al's got another story about the XFL and nope. the uh, new schedule that came out. And Do then not. we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes, and then we'll get you to Al's big story and the big finish. Uh, last night, the Steelers did win. The Knicks won 15-0 run to cap it. Rangers back in action tonight in the World Series back. Al. What is going on with C.J. Mosley's groin? Have you ever torn a groin? No, like. Yeah. You try it and then go play an is NFL Is that what game. it is, torn? Well, it was a strain, and a strain is a partial tear, I believe. Can you? So, this is a serious question. I'm not being, trying to be stupid. If well, I were nice. to, if Change. I were to look at C.J. Mosley and he were nude, could I see the groin injury? What else you got, Al? <laughs> or it's totally internal. Can we rewind that and say I'm trying not to be stupid? <laughs> or is it totally internal? No, Al. It's, it's, no, I don't know. Is it like a hernia? This groin where it's poking. Have you ever strained your groin? No. All right, I don't. I have know. a very strong groin, Jerry. No, you. Uh, I, what are you talking Jerry, about? I, you have something. I, you made up something called a pelvic floor <laughs> muscle thingy. Where you need some sort of a... Well, never I mind. don't know what the Jets are doing this over there, the Jerry, but I train my groin. Have you ever had your groin massaged? I'm not even sure where the groin... What where part do you think counts. it is? I think it's down there, but it's not that... that what? That, <laughs> Say it. It's not that. It's the muscles <laughs> around your legs, right? Do women have groins? <laughs> Great question. They must. I guess. I don't know. You don't know I'm that. A doctor. We think it's a stupid question. But unlike question. you, I don't sit there and say, I'm going to try not to sound stupid, and then sound stupid. <laughs> and by the way, Jerry, if I'm the Dolphins this Boomer, week. he just asked if he pulled down C.J. Mosley's pants, could he tell if he had a groin injury? Could you see a pulled groin on a nude man? 
That was my question. Yeah. Pat McGroin. Yes. How? Could you really? That's How right. How so? How so? It pokes. You may see a lump. I knew it. All right. I guess it wasn't a dumb question. I'm over here being called a fool. (laughs) You know what? The clips are going to live forever. That's all that matters. Your flagship station for Yankees baseball, Giants football, and Nets basketball is also your home for Boomerang Geo. Morning 6 to 10.